All right, here we go. Welcome to the Mallory Report. Tonight is the seventh annual. Holy smokes. Started these back in, what was that? I guess it'd be 2013, I guess would be. Because I'm, I don't know. So, yeah, I've counted them. There's seven shows. Yeah. Well, the tonight's the seventh show. So, anyways, here we go. Predictions. Live calls. A whole ball of wax. Like I was saying in the duck pond right before we begin. This is the show. This is the one show that when I sit down in January, bam, it goes right in the calendar. The first Tuesday in November. It's been there. It's established. It is the show. Hope everybody's doing well this evening. I'm looking forward to this tonight. So, two, three, four, seven, three, eight, two, five, five, two. Now, having said that, I've like I've opened up these lines before and I've had some wild callers. They were great. I've opened up these lines before because next year is an election year. We've talked politics. That's great. I've opened up these lines and all sorts of things have happened. So get in, get in early, get in often because this hour is going to fly. So if you want your prediction on the record recorded for all of the world to play back, now is the time. It's easy for people New Year's Eve to do these prediction shows because they have another whole two months to gather information. Not me. It's still November. It's still the first week of November, and I am excited to do this, as always. Like I said, this is the one show that goes in the calendar early. I can't explain how excited I am to be doing this. But before we get too far down the road little housekeeping. The views and opinions of this show are those of the Mallory Report, the host, and whoever may be calling in. Do not represent any views of uh, any networks, any sponsors, any affiliates, anybody else. Let's keep that all in mind. If you have not subscribed to the Mallory Report, and you're listening to this on any of those fine major podcast applications, take a second and push subscribe. Simple enough. Now, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Go over, hit hit some five stars. You can do it. I know you can do it. There's a lot of you. I'm getting numbers. I'm getting analytics from Apple that say a lot of you are listening and you're not subscribed. And I'm not sure. I like it because a lot of people are trying to show and they keep coming back, but they haven't pushed subscribe yet. So push subscribe. Make sure you're leaving reviews. I've been reading them at the end of shows. I'm not reading one tonight. I have decided uh, I haven't got one yet. I'm not reading them tonight. I've got some other news about the report that I want to bring to you at the very bottom of the show. So if you're a fan of the show, and I know you are because you're listening, stay tuned for some important Mallard Report news that is more pressing than a prediction right now. We're talking over the next two months as we wrap up 2019. So, again, predictions for 2020 first, and then some stuff, some housekeeping for the rest of 2019 from the Mallard Report. Very end of the show. Okay, so while we're looking for people to call in, and as I'm starting to tell you what's going to happen here. This is how this show is going to go. I just mentioned that at the end of the show, we're going to update you. I'm going to update you on some of the things that are going on around here. That's the very bottom of the show, though. At 45 after, 9.45 Eastern, if you're listening live, and I hope you are, because tonight, like I said, is one of those rides that we'll always remember. 9.45 Eastern, or 45 minutes into the show, I will begin to make my presidential prediction for 2020. So if you're listening live and you have friends who love Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump, get them to call in now and get on the record before I go on the record, because once I go on the record, the record is over and sealed because I will be correct. Yeah, it's a big ego play there. I don't know. I'm just going with my gut. So, but that starts at 945. Be ready. I'm telling you, you'll notice that that's the last one of these topics, right? I'm pushing that off to 945. I'm giving myself probably 12 minutes to walk through my prediction of what I'm seeing. That might be a little long, but I think it's important to give myself time to dissect the variables that are going on with it. It's not just a simple drop a name and be done with that, right? We can all agree politics right now is confusing. At 30 after, I will be doing sports predictions 
your NBA champion, your NFL champion, your uh, Major League Baseball champion, anybody else. And Cat Ward wants to know if I use a crystal ball. No, I don't. But I do have a candle lit on the desk tonight. So, I see Brian Bowden just signed into the chat room. He mentioned, I think it was last year, more natural disasters. Now, I asked, I solicited some opinions to get the show rolling earlier from people, social media, uh, private messages and stuff. I did make an Instagram post uh, to kind of just get the ball rolling, so I had some things to be thinking about. And there, okay, Brian, we'll answer that one too. And there I got some balls rolling. And so, but, but the Brian's, the, where I was going originally here is Brian last year said there was major natural disasters. And I think the folks, uh, down off the of Florida, uh, Puerto Rico can agree he was right about that. Major earthquakes and fire across California. I think he's right. Levi from Australia said, Hey, more of those disasters. I bet you Brian Bowden would agree too. Why more natural disasters? Now, are we saying this because we're more hyper-aware of what's going around around us in the world? Sure, right? There was a time that it took news took days to travel, if it ever got to you. But now, we know. We know. We know. We know what's going on. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's being in our face. It's, it's always in our face. It's always in our hand. The world is upon us. Thanks for the cats, the, the tweets, cat. Easy enough for me to say. So, there's all the weather stuff, right? Okay. Now, to answer Brian Bowden's question, why am I avoiding meeting him in Pennsylvania? It's rather simple, man. Uh, I don't get out much. I mean, I get out a lot, but I don't get out socially a lot. Um, time flies when you're having fun. He knows. He knows the truth. Because um, the check hasn't been big enough? I don't know. We'll leave it there. 234-738-225. Two. Two fives. Two twos. Easy. You know, I've been saying that number for years. You're trying to have it like a drum. If you got, if you want my Skype pop in the chat room, if you got a comment from the chat room, of course, I'm reading the Duck Pond all night, as usual. Um, my favorite place to hang out, favorite people to hang out with. So, there's your rundown of what I'm thinking about talking about. Um, got our first set of predictions out of the way as well. So, in our first question, I like it. Now we're just looking for that first color. But I am sure that first color will happen sooner or later. If not, I'm going to have fun with tonight's show because tonight's show is one of those ones to have fun with. Okay, so we talked about the weather. Let's cross that off the list. I've seen him pop in the chat room. I don't know if he's still there or not. Maury sent me a message about people becoming more enlightened, which excites me. More community-driven, I think, is what the the bottom line of the message was. And I know, Maury, you, you know, you said that, and I thought about my situation, my personal situation, um... I'm becoming more community-driven as well. Uh, more Mauer Report community-driven, more personal community-driven. Um, we'll see that all playing out in 2020, I'm sure. Right? It's a good thing. you got to be connected with people. I sit here and talk to literally thousands of people a week that I'll never meet, never hear from, never see never know who they are except a listener number at the end of the day which is great right mm. I've had better numbers I've had worse numbers mm. okay so what's the difference right the difference is the people that make the show go or the people that make the show go right I sit here and I have the great opportunity to talk to phenomenal guests week in week out I can't say enough about how great the guests are right Amazing, But it's the people that show up, that are happy to see the show, that are thankful for the show, that make the show go. And while I appreciate you for listening, 
And that's, that's a part of it too. But the, the people that are actually invested in the community, the duck pond, really, truly make the show go. Make your life go. You're, you're, you know, as the joke goes, you get to pick, you get to pick your, you get to pick your friends. You don't always get to pick your family. You know, sometimes you get to pick your family. You guys have all been great to me. Okay. So we've established that. The power of community. Very important, especially as we barrel down, downhill towards this prediction for 2020 presidential election. We're barreling out of control towards it. Seriously, it's only, what? It's coming. I'm so excited to get into that. I, I just want to do it now. I just really want to just cut loose and start into it. But promises are promised, and I made made the promise 45 after. So, next one. Well, these next two predictions are about that. So I can't even read them yet. So. What other kind of predictions can we make? We've still got a few minutes here before we get into our sports predictions. What other kind of types of predictions can we make? Can we make a prediction about something that you do? Question for the Duckmaster. Will the Dow Jones average hit 30,000 in 2020? Um, I don't know what it is today even. So that's not even, that's a loaded question for me. Now, I did see this. See, this this is interesting. I did see the bubble of the Bitcoin that when it went up to about $20,000 was created by a, uh, a whale who made it go up and made a killing off of it. If it's at 27000 the way it's been, I mean, I know it's been climbing um, short of some sort of um, disruption, which, I mean, anything can be a disruption. Um who knows? It, it could go to thirty. It could go to thirty before the end of the year. I mean, I don't want to say. I, I don't want to say it's going to happen. I, it'll it'll happen, but is it? But will it correct itself? Will it get to thirty five or thirty seven, and then correct back down to twenty five, twenty seven? I don't know. I always worry about bubbles in these things. So. And that's, that is not financial advice, you know. Obviously, I'm not a financial guru if I, you know, take, take, find, find smarter people than me to talk about the stock market. But bubbles always concern me when things start climbing. The law averages say it's, it comes back a little bit. So. Okay. Somewhere in there, I've seen a question. Will the 737 Max resume commercial flights in the 20? Ooh, I, you know, I want to say yes. I, I mean, the power of Boeing in commercial flights in general, right, is it phenomenal. Like we, I think I, I'll say this, and this is a bold statement for me. I don't, I don't have any care to walk on another airplane in my life. I mean, not to say I would, I'm not scared of flying, I'm not scared of this or that or the other, I just don't have a genuine interest of going. I mean, maybe it's because I don't have the financial resources to go either, let's be honest. So it kind of, you know, live in that, here's that other bubble meeting here, Mr. Bowden. Um, I live in a bubble where I'm very content with what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Uh, doesn't mean, uh, Roger Penske said something about breaking the glass bubble the other day. So, there's a glass ceiling kind of deal. Okay. So will will both will the seven thirty sevens come out? Yeah, I, I think so. Or I think a tweak or something could happen. And uh, something will happen there. Too much time, too much money, too much energy has been invested in that project for it just just to uh roll out roll out and become a dud. I mean Obviously, things have happened. I mean, the what was that Ford car they spent all that money on and never never made it to production? But I believe with the inside track, it's it's going to come. Just like self-driving cars, 
right? Um, Pennsylvania approved the other day to start letting omnibuses that are self-driving on the roads, small buses. So cars are are coming closer than you think. So yeah, be ready. Self-driving cars more in 2020. Uh, guys, you're throwing up their wave, wave. I, Canadian politics, I have no clue about. And I try. Cat, I try. But I'm so fascinated by American people, American politics, that right now, man, I, Canadian politics are just not licking, licking it up for me. Uh, I have some local politics that are just phenomenal, which I won't get into because I, I hope, um, Either to do a full, full show on it and uh, expose it all, or um, at least do some kind of video, something somewhere along the line here uh, about it. I think it'd just be phenomenal to report on. Um, ooh, Germantown are asking about ooh. Let's let's put a pause in that one here because um, I, I did see one that I think makes sense. Now, now I did see Cat Ward. I think right, Cat Ward asked about her podcast. Cat, can you tell me if that is correct before I make a run into this point? While well, I'm waiting for you because of the lag. Two, three, four, seven, three, eight, two, five, five, two. Open lines. I'm telling you guys, now's your chance to leave your mark on history because everybody listens to these shows years and years later. These are the shows. Because people want to know what we saw. And, um, of course, Germantown Runner will appreciate this. Um, makes me think a yogurt lover who was the phenomenal person when it came to these prediction shows. He was encyclopedic on the knowledge of all of the shows that I have done, the prediction shows I've done. And he just, um, I hope he's all right. That's all I can say. Um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I don't think he'll launch his own line of Musk oils. Can he? Could he be a disruptor? Not in the political sense, but in the pop culture sense. Could he do something? I guess what I'm asking is, I mean, we know about SpaceX, and we know about Tesla, and we know about this, right? We got all that stuff. We're familiar. We're, we're cool with it. But what I'm talking about being a disruptor is, I'm talking... Pixar and Steve Jobs. Right? We're all familiar with Pixar and the movies that it made and the, the changes to animation, the changes to our lives that that studio has made. Right? We all know Pixar movies. Toy Story, Cars, um, the list goes on. Jeez, oh, Pete. Scaring the cripe out of me. Welcome to the Mauer Report. How are you doing tonight? Great, sir. How are you? Good. It's Maury calling. Maury, yes. I, and, I, I, I thought I recognized yeah. the voice, but the last time I did that, I got the wrong person, so it wasn't good. So I was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you sounded like you needed a little help there. <laughs> so I just had to tell you, I wrote it in the pond, of course, but I guess some fish were swimming and it obscured what I wrote. I was going to say, I I'm, seeing, I'm seeing strong... posts less than a minute now. They're flying up through there, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I had this incredibly strong when you uh, the last time you uh, asked people to call in. I had this incredibly strong feeling that something is going to happen with you next year. I think you're going to get some kind of big offer. I'm not sure if it's like maybe a network or if it's an investor or whatever. But I have a very strong feeling that something really cool is going to happen uh, that's going to change the face of what you do. Well, anything would change my face. I think people would be happy. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was more uh, an expression. But okay, I know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a facelift. That's what it is. Now now you clarified it for me. You're getting a yeah. facelift this year or next year. Well, I think we've had I know a, a good conversation surgeon if you're about those, uh, those jokes about you know why we both talk and not necessarily produce videos and all this other fun <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> no, I, I mean... Yeah, well, they, they used to say it's a face a mother could love, right? Yeah, 
face for radio or only um, only a mother yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well you know the show the show will be turning nine next year ah well nine's so, a lucky number so I, I i always have joked that you know i've got to make some other people famous and then 10 years to be an overnight success you know kind of the old rock and roll adage right well that's how it works though people people think you came out of nowhere but in reality, you've been toiling and toiling all that time. And finally, you know, someone that that's what it takes. You know, I mean, there's a lot of brilliance out there. I think you would be included in that, believe it or not. But uh, truly, I, I think there's a lot of brilliance out there that goes undiscovered. Diamonds in the rough, as it were. And then all it takes is one person to turn on a podcast and to hear a voice and hear a thought and go, huh, I really resonate with that. And that person might know someone. So they talk to someone else. And then it goes on and on and on. And then all of a sudden, you're getting a phone call or you get an email. Hey, look, years ago, I got an email from uh, someone uh, from the Brazilian military. And then I got a phone call. And I ignored the email. And then I got a phone call. And I thought I was being conned. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, turned out it, was, it turned out it was a captain from the Brazilian military. He had tried one of my programs, and he wanted to know if I could create a test that he could do on his cadets to see if it could help them to be better and to do better at their jobs in their uh, their cadets for the military police there. And uh, I ended up getting my first research project uh, for my products out of that. And it cost me nothing. You know, these things normally cost like a quarter of a million dollars to do. And the Brazilian government did it for me for free. And all it took was for me to create the test scenario for them. And they gave me the results afterwards. So I'm just saying that I got, when you had mentioned that, it just popped into my head really strong. And then I, you know, I was in the middle of something. So I went back to what I was doing while I'm listening to the show in the background. And then again, your voice came on again and said something else. And it was like, this time it kicked me in the head and I thought well I gotta find this number and give him a call so the the other fun part about this is way back in the day I remember sitting in the chat room right after my show and this guy this is why this comes up a guy from Brazil pops in ah. I, no seriously I wonder if I have a recording of the show because you know the, the time difference whatever got him right? and I'm like uh, not you you know no kind of deal you know, because it was back mm -hmm. in the early days when I was not, you know, well, anyways. Well, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, there we go. We cleaned that up well, you know. But that that's when it hit me that maybe this, you know, because there's always that thought process. You need to be on real radio to be be it. And then a guy pops in from Brazil and wants to listen to your show, and it's like, oh. I, you know, because you, yeah, you, you always hear people saying, oh, it's international, it's worldwide, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they pick up some Canadians like you, and you're like, oh, well, that's that's yeah. cute. You know? And then people from other continents start getting involved, and it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, you're you're influencing people already. But I, I, I'm I saying you, you're making a difference in other people's lives, but I'm saying there's going to be a difference in your life. You can already feel good about what you do. Okay, do. you get out to a lot of people that you'll never, ever know, and you'll never meet, and you'll never hear from, these are people who've listened to you for years probably or are just starting to listen to you and it's making a difference you're entertaining them you're informing them you're making them think and that creates change in people's lives and you know the kind of work you do doesn't really play to people writing you testimonials or calling you up to say thank you for what you do it's just not the nature of your business if you can call, I mean, it is a business, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're enjoying it doesn't mean it's not a business. But it, like I said, it doesn't play to people giving, you know, testimonials. But there's a lot of people out there whose lives you positively affect. I'm saying that what goes around comes around. I'm saying that this year, well, this year, 2020, things are going to happen where it's going to come back to you now. And all this good work you've been doing and all the good energy you've been putting out there and you know, all the entertainment and all the good feelings you're giving to people, these are things that are going to come back to you now and make your life better. 
Well, thank you. I hope you're right. Uh, Cat Ward says, tells me oh. to say hello to, from a, 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 fidel, a fellow Canadian. A fellow Canuck, she says. A filetto? A filetto Canadian? <laughs> We're just that putting words together dirty. now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, hi to everybody out there, by the way. I, I, I'm not a guest for tonight, so I shouldn't spend too much more time on the yeah, line here. But... Uh, no, thank you're you. Fill, you're, fill, but, you're filling uh, me up to my sports pr- predictions here in a few minutes, so we're good. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah, sports predictions I'm useless with because I don't know anything about the NFL. <laughs> Baseball's already <laughs> happened, right? So, Well, no, but I've got to predict next year's World Series a week after the last year's ended. No kidding. Right? How are you supposed to do that? Well, we'll find out here in a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's good. I'll look forward to that. <laughs> I'll put that's some money prob- down. That's probably I'll, the wildest guess I take. If I lose. <laughs> They'll take it to Vegas for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best not to. Right, Wonderful. Then. Well, thank you. Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah, th- my pleasure. Thanks for having me, and thanks for making the time. And I want to wish an early, happy, and healthy New Year to everybody out there. Yes, sir. That is, that is important. Yeah, and to you especially, my friend. Talk to you soon. All the best, folks. Bye-bye. That's Maury Zelkovich, good friend of the show. Good friend of mine, I'll be honest. Good friend of the show, good friend of mine. Um, Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I I would appreciate any, well, again, more about me, more about the, the next two months of the show coming up at the bottom of the show. Um. Yeah. So where were we at before he was called in? Oh, I was talking about Elon Musk, the Musk and Pixar from Steve Jobs and how it changed our lives. And will Elon Musk come up with the next thing like Pixar? Okay, Germantown writer, I see you saying Sportstown. Save it for another few minutes. But will Elon Musk? And honestly, I have it picked out for him right here. It's on my sheet now because I wrote it down before when Mario was calling in. I scribbled it down so I could remember because I was on a good train. I like this. Elon Musk, if you're listening. If you're not listening, can someone forward this to him because it's important that he hears this. Okay? I don't say that often. I don't necessarily want to push buttons with celebrities and famous people and rich people. But I'm going to push one right here because I believe he is the man. This is his his Steve Jobs Pixar moment. So, I'm telling you, if somebody out there knows Elon, send them this clip, starting now. Elon Musk, in 2020, going forward, will found a company, or buy a small company, that works in virtual reality settings, and make it huge. Huge! Capital letters, I'm not going to scream. That is the next ticket. I, I mean, I know there's a lot of technology floating around. A lot of people have been working on it, but nobody seems to have got it and made it huge yet. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's coming faster than I think it is. But I'm here to tell you, if Elon Musk gets involved with it and it becomes huge, you heard it here. Like the Jobs and Pixar thing. Just saying. I feel these these guys these once in a lifetime talents, once in a generation talents, have to have that creative outlet. And I I've been reading about the Jobs and the Pixar thing. It's phenomenal, right? The, some of the shenanigans he pulled to get investors, and all this other stuff, right? It's it's fascinating. It's just classic stuff. But I think they need it. I think they need that that edge that get out of battery powered cars meetings and go do something totally different and totally phenomenal not saying that's not their bread and butter but man we all need that distraction right I I just see it I mean that's why back in the day the old millionaires made developed golf courses and hotels and just flat out developed a lot of things. Right? Because A, we needed them, and B, 
it was so different to them. But now today's different. So now we have different things. Telling you, please forward that to him. Let me know how this goes. Thank you. Crucial that he hears it. I firmly believe it. I firmly believe that he would just make a difference with that. Just become inversed in it. And, okay, time out. I know I said sports predictions. This is a sports-related topic, and then I'll drive away from it and drive into sports predictions, okay? Fair? Everybody fair? Mark Cuban. I got a shout-out to Mark Cuban. Without what he did with Broadcast.com, I don't know if we'd be here tonight. I mean, seriously, let's, let's think about it. Big idea, again, another one of those things, but that's where he made his money, right? Not necessarily where his creative came back into it. So, big shout out to Mark Cuban for at least closing the gap for broadcast media like us. Broadcasting stuff back when I was dialing it up, literally at 28K per per second. You know, I broadcast a stream that goes faster than that now. Always fascinates me to know Okay, we got a got a caller on the line. Let's see who's calling yes, in here. You do. Let's see. <laughs> hey Jim. Brian Bowden. It's yes, I had to. So <laughs> I know. I'm throw it in there. So um, what's going on, brother? So I got a, I got a couple predictions. I'm going to be um, throwing them out there. So I'm seeing um, some uh, very very disruptive um, objects in space. Um, actually hitting the planet, causing some major disasters. That's one. I'm predicting that the um, the area known as Hong Kong will eventually break off from China. There will be a full civil war, and China will never be the same. Also, let's get to the U.S. Um, I think you're going to see uh, from the failure of what's taking place currently between the Democrats going after the sitting president. It's going to backfire tremendously on them. And on top of that, uh, the information about Jeff Epstein, um, who may or may not have been killed, um, it's all going to come out, and people are going to finally wake up to the fact that they've been served up uh, Kool-Aid, and uh, we're going to see major change in this country. Yeah, I mean, there's that... that predictions. That last Epstein one, man, I'm telling you, I've been looking for the right person to talk to about that with. And it's so fluid. Uh, it's so fluid yeah. and so changing all the time. It kind of becomes a moving. But it's another one of those things that I want to be in on early. But I don't know if I'll be there because, you know, like I said, it just keeps changing. Um, I, I have a really big problem. This this is something that is is a is so important and no one's talking about it. Because there are individuals that were involved in it that are currently, most likely, in the government, in Congress, in the military, in places uh, and that will, will blow your mind, and they need to be held accountable for what has taken place. Yeah, um, it's and ugly. I think, and I'm hoping it does come out. I'd love to talk about it. Um, but you're right, it is fluid. I've seen a lot more posts now. Um, recently about ABC having the information like years in advance and then been hiding it but this is so important it cannot go away and um, you should beg people not to make it go away and not to bury it because that it's that important we're talking about innocent lives that were I mean like really innocent lives that were just destroyed because of this these animals and um, you know stuff like that that's that's real life, and we gotta we gotta do something about it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's not an easy topic for sure, but it, it's like you said, it is a, a relevant and important topic that will have. I know I will be addressing probably in twenty twenty. Like I said, once we get kind of a better yeah. rundown of who are the the people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's unfortunately I think there's a tension in this country that is is coming to a head. And I don't see any way out of what we've allowed to take place and put ourselves into within the United States without almost getting to a civil war type of of, of action. 
and I'm sorry I'm saying that, but that's exactly how I feel. It is that thick and that strong, and there's no way out of it because people are so entrenched on both sides. Um, the only way to fix it is a, a, a major event, a major catalyst, and that would be probably a civil war. Now, um, uh, not I'm north good. and south. Left yeah, and I, right. I was just saying. As I say, I would walk that back for you. Now, I do. Well, I'm not going to make this prediction yet. It comes here in ten minutes. I'm start making my prediction for 2020 <laughs> for the ele- for the election. But um, it does. That's why I said I need. I need a good. I want to go. That's why I gave myself fifth. Well, ten minutes to work that through because it's not Democrat or Republican, right? If it was that, I would have just not. said it at the beginning of the show and said, "Made it. You missed it if you weren't here." Yeah, it's you know, if you ever want to talk, I think I think a good thing to do, and I think Dave would probably agree, um, is a roundtable on the whole Epstein thing, and then um, just that's one part. And then as far as politics is concerned, it's just it, you can't talk to anybody anymore about it. Um, it's just be, it's bizarre. No one has an ounce of consideration. The fact that I've always I agree to disagree. Um, but it's it's not like that with the majority of people. Either you are or you aren't, and if you aren't, then you're the problem, and they want you dead, you know, or whatever. It's a pretty scary world we live in, and we all have kids. Um, <laughs> I know that's the, those, that's the worst part, right? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's sometimes when when you don't understand until you do have uh, a child, where you say, okay, what am I leaving for this person? Why why did I bring this beautiful thing into this world? to leave them in in a dangerous situation or, um, you know, and it's pretty scary. We we have a lot of scary stuff taking place. We really do need to rectify because this country is very close to not being the country it once was. And um, I'm glad there's an individual that is doing what he's doing. I don't think he's the greatest thing on the planet, but I like people that, you know, aren't beholden to... uh, or under control, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, so, you know, they get to actually be the leader they have to be. And when well, you're a leader, you have to make tough choices, and you're not not everybody's going to like what you like. You know, you're going to do, but in the end, it's what you're supposed to do as a leader. Well, that's that's the thing, and I I have a semi solution to this, but it's coming. <laughs> well, can I tease this anymore? Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but I don't want to take up any more time. I'll, I'll go back to the show. Thank you. Okay, very much. you got any sports predictions for me while I got you here before I have to start trying to make mine? Yes, um, the New York Rangers will suck this year. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> go Pens. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> I don't see. I don't see anything. Anything major league, you know, but there's not many repeaters these days, anyhow, except for the Patriots. Well, I was going to say, that, that's going to be the easiest one here in a minute, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> even, even though, as a Steelers right. fan, that is like the worst thing I could ever say. Uh, I think well, it's, come on. <laughs> you know. But, it's, it's, it's blatantly obvious at this point, you know. And does that mean that the talent pool is sucks, or is it, or they just have their stuff together? That's, that's the whole thing. Because I yeah, don't the, think people that are out there today, are, are, even in the professional field, are really worth their salt. I don't think professionals are professional and, and, and really educated enough properly or what they're supposed to be doing. I, I think the system, the the way it's coached, the way it's ingrained in the people. Yep. I hate giving Belichick that much credit, but I, I think it's clean, it's simple, it's effective. Pe- yep. Plugging people in, and it works. Yep, that's what they say in, the, in marketing. Yeah, they use the kiss metaphor. Keep it simple, stupid. You know, yep. and they're doing a pretty good job of doing it that way. But that's in it. I don't want to take any more of your time. In the ageless one. <laughs> as much yeah. as I hate to say that one, too. <laughs> All right, Brian. Take care, buddy. Yep. You got it. Bye. That's uh, Brian Bowden from Inside, Inside the Goblin Universe and Nobu Boomy and uh, shows to be forgetting, forgotten. Well, that I've forgotten. But uh, hopefully he's... Uh, been thinking about him a lot with the and is hoping he's for happiness for him. Okay, so sports predictions. I we kind of dabbled into that. I've kind of run a little late here with those. 
Uh, Patriots, um, like we were just saying, obvious. I hate to say it as a Steeler fan, but I'm a realist. If I want these prediction shows to come down as accurate, I need to say Patriots. Right? Uh, NBA, for my buddy Chris, who thanks to Nokia phone is coming back. The show note writer, Chris. He thinks the Nokia phone's coming back, and some days I think that'd be the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I'm addicted to my phone. And I think if I had a dumb phone, I think I could enjoy life a little bit more. He thinks the L.A. Lakers are going to win the title with uh, arch-villain LeBron James. And I don't see a reason to not trust his judgment. Showtime is always showtime until otherwise pointed out. Which leaves us with hockey. I I always think my pens have a good shot. Um, the Eastern Conference is always loaded with the Capitals and the um, the team at Columbus. They're always they're tough to beat. Um, so we'll just say Eastern Conference, um, just because I can't. I mean, like I said, I don't want to necessarily. There's so there's so many good teams. It basically becomes which one has the easier path to get there, right? If the, you know, because they beat each other up, and whoever makes it there, or if they can survive and make it to the final round. Bam, right? Solid. And that leaves me with Major League Baseball. Like I said, the season just ended. What, what Was that a week ago, Trevor Town Runner? Feels like yesterday. Congratulations to him and his, <laughs> like he's got an ownership stake in the Washington Nationals. But I'm happy for him. I truly hope that's something I get to experience in my lifetime. Even though I'm not a huge baseball fan anymore, I have spent a lot of time watching baseball. Grew up playing. Well, I didn't grow up playing playing baseball. I played baseball. I played softball for a couple of years. Uh, a sport that is is was part of my life. I mean, um, I would love to see the revisitation of 1979. I mean, it has been that long here in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, it would be a relief to see that. So, obviously, that leaves me with trying to predict a World Series before the first pitch of spring training is thrown. No free agents have signed. This is the tricky one, right? I am just going to go out on a limb and say, repeat World Series, but the Astros... We'll win next time. Not sure why. Spent a lot of days watching them beat the lowly hell out of my Pirates while they were still in the National League. So Astros. Kind of felt like I felt like I said that like Jim Rohn. I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't want to be wrong about that though. Okay, so we're boiling it down to prediction time. Got a couple minutes left here before we get into this presidential prediction extravaganza. Wish I had some music queued up for it, but, you know, copyrights and crap. Just can't do it. So I want to take a minute here. We're going to push pause. We're going to reflect honestly with each other before we begin this. This tonight's show has been light, informative. We've talked about good things for me. Um, Bad things for people with natural disasters, sporting events. But we need to pause for a minute. And just pause and be still. Right? Can we just do that and enjoy the moment before we get into this ugliness? Because this ugliness has caused a lot of bitterness, resentment, hate in our world. Like like uh, Brian Bowden said. And that's just not fair. Okay. Now that I've kind of brought the show to a, a low point, I want to say some things about politics leading up to the presidential election. Am I a Republican? Am I a Democrat? No. I'm a registered in independent, card-carrying in independent. That's how I'm registered to vote. 
So do I agree with the rhetoric on either side? Of course not. Do I agree with posting horrible things about the other candidate trying to win votes that way? Of course not. Let's focus in on some things. Let's have an honest discussion for a few minutes here. Because Brian Broden brought it up that we are on the verge of something horrible happening in this country. Let's stop it now. Now, how do we do that? Very simply. Let's leave the labels beside. Let's stop worrying about what the Democrats are doing and what the Republicans are doing. Let's take those labels away. Let's stop focusing on a whole bunch of crap that nobody can prove. Not saying it should go away. I'm just saying time and place. Right? Let's focus on that. Let's dig out the information. Let's let's have a factual discussion. Let's not smear. Let's focus on some things. Can we focus on some things first and foremost? Now, this, this Germantown runner told me this term, and I fell in love with it, which is purple, in the middle. Let's, let's focus on being in the middle. We don't have to hate the other side. Why don't we come to a middle place where we can agree on certain things and work together to find a solution on other things that bother us? Right? Well, a lot of these things live in gray areas, like abortion, health care, death penalty. Right? Those are kind of all gray area things. But can we agree that our children should be fed and not, you know, if they have an overdue balance on their school lunches, not get fed? Can we agree to that? That, uh, you know, maybe being a little generous with a kid that has a $2 overdrawn lunch account that he should be able to get lunch. Can we start there? Can we agree on something like that? Can we agree that maybe we can see the other side of the issues that we don't necessarily, maybe some of these things aren't right and wrong. Maybe there's a middle. Maybe there isn't. But it has to be. We have to sit down and have an honest discussion without cheat each other. I'm calling for the end of the rhetoric and the bullshit and the hate. That's what I'm calling for an end for. I want to get back to actual discussions about flat tax... Uh, healthcare for all, and not a bunch of anything else. And I know my eyes will be playing John Lennon's Imagine right now, and you guys can all call me dreamers. Right? And I might be a dreamer. And I might be so far out in the right field that you guys are thinking I'm batshit crazy. Because I am. But I also know and believe in my heart that this is where it starts. A simple action. Right? Yeah, okay. Let's not get stuck in nuances. I'm painting with a broad brush here. And there's a lot of things that they do that are illegal and unconstitutional. And yeah, when you make the laws, you can do whatever you want. Right? So let's, let's, let's drill down a little bit and calm it down. Like I said, time and place for the rhetoric. But my, I want to see a candidate. A candidate that comes out and says, here's what I want to accomplish, period. Let's meet in the middle on this. Let's meet in the middle on that. Let's make it, let's move it forward. I don't want to hear about what Joe Biden did 20 years ago. Or Trump's tax returns. There's time and a place for that, but I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Leave that to the 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 people on Twitter. Joe Biden. Leave that to the people on Twitter. There's enough people barking about that. 
Stand up. Be responsible for you. Tell me why I should vote for you. Inform voters about what your platform is. That's what we need. Not more, and this is never, ever going to happen. And I know it, and I know it, but I'm going to say it anyways. We need less sound bites and more sound opinions. Well, make America great sounds great, right? It makes a great clip. How do you do it? That's what I want to know. And not by screaming about other things. Leave that to the investigators. Leave that aside. Let the judicial system take its course. Let uh, conspiracy theories flush out the other. Let people investigate what needs investigated and let that take care of itself. That is how we solve this. People working together to get things back on track. Now, having said all of that, do I, is that my prediction? Is Am I going with Mari that the community will snap it in and just take hold and people will get it? God, I, I would be thrilled. Thrilled beyond belief. But, big but here. I know the current climate is not going to allow that to happen. So, upbeat music intro sweeper here. Let's talk the election of 2020. Currently, we know this much. There's a list of candidates from the Democratic side, headlined by Bernie Sanders. And in the other corner, we have got Donald J. Trump, the sitting current president. In the other corners, we have a slew of potential third-party candidates from any party, from any walk of life, from anywhere they want to be. But, as last time, I don't think, there hasn't, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen this person gain momentum. That doesn't mean there isn't time, because Election Day is a year from today. But this person hasn't developed yet, and I don't know if they will. I am hoping they do. I'm talking a third-party candidate, whatever third-party is, green, libertarian, independent, uh, blah, 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 whichever candidate it may be, who wages a different campaign, kind of like what I was talking about. Their platform, using entirely using like Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, whatever. Less money involved in the whole thing, but engaging the people in a way that is productive and powerful. It could happen. I'm opening your eyes to it. Do not be surprised if this type of candidate develops. Now, I do believe this type of candidate will evolve. Now, is it going to be enough to break the glass ceiling and get more votes than German uh, Germantown Hurt got last time? Gary Johnson got last time? I don't think so. I hope so. I think it'll be close. I think it'll come a little bit short, though. But I think that method will inspire somebody for 2024. Boy, I'm really digging deep there. 2024, I'm already making predictions for that. Work that on the counter, please. Okay. So there's that. That's that cleaning up the third party, right? I think somebody's out there that can do it. I'm not sure who. Okay, so let's go back to the Republican side. Now... Trump should, in theory, run away with the Republican nomination. I'm just saying that come convention time, there will be somebody kind of playing back party, old country club politics, 
who there'll be a lot of buzz in the air about someone, you know, just upsetting the apple cart. Doesn't clear the table. Trump makes it to November, though. Now, let's slip it to the Democratic side. Democratic side gets to convention time. Again, there's a name that we all know who could tip the apple cart at the convention. And this is where things get muddy. And I've been saying this for years on these prediction shows that a party split will happen. I finally am 100% convinced that if it doesn't happen in 2020, it will probably never happen. Having said that, I think it will happen. It kind of teetered last time between the Sanders people and the Clinton people. Clinton says she's not running. I don't believe it for a second. I don't believe it for a second, gang. I believe Hillary will be a factor in the 2020 election somehow, some way. It will tear the Democratic Party apart, leaving the door wide open for a second term for President Trump. There it is. Whew. Now, do I, I mean, that's, like I said, that's how I see it. Now, is that what I, you know, right? I don't know. That's how I see it. Okay, we've got three minutes and 30 seconds left in this bad report. Okay, so not this bad report, but this bad boy is flying rapidly out of time. I promised an update about the report in 2019 as we go forward. Um, I want to pause right now again, bring it down a few moments because this is what's going on. I look forward to doing these shows every week and through the course of life, things come up and I'm not exactly sure when this will be coming up, but I know it's coming. Uh, next week I go for some tests, MRI, some other tests. Uh, the following week I meet with the surgeon I am pretty sure I will be taking some time off if I want to or not. Um, coming up probably December-ish or maybe January-ish. Um, it's health-related. I'm not going to necessarily spoil the beans all in that, but when you're having surgery, um, it could be anywhere from a week to uh, some of the sites that I've been reading kind of scare me into saying six weeks. And I don't like that number at all. Um, I don't think anybody knows me knows that I'm not a good recovery, good rest person. Um, but it is important that I do recovery well and do it right with this. Um, so I just want to give everybody a quick heads up that there's going to be a period of time where the shows I, I've been thinking about recording some. I don't know. I haven't got a date, so it's kind of hard to work through the schedule and pick up recordings. And I don't know if I can even, depends on when the, the date of surgery is. I might just miss that week and have some recorded while I can, you know, recover and just play them. I don't know. But, um, it's inconsequential. I, I've got to put myself first for a little bit here. And, um, as hard as that is for me to say, and hard as it's going to be even harder for me to do, I I just wanted to tell you as as soon as it became apparent to me that um, um I'm going to need some time, and uh, I think I told somebody that a couple weeks ago I've taken like eight weeks off in the eight years of the show or ten shows or something like that. It's some ridiculous number. I don't like missing the show, and uh, it's become a major part of my week. I, um, we'll see. I, I've, I've seen some people front up guest hosts. I, it's the mail report though. That's the, that's the problem with all of that. Um, so I just want to tell you all that, I mean, then again, if the show's on a Wednesday, I mean, the surgery's on a Wednesday, I could do the show Tuesday night and, uh, you might not even know, right? No, I'm serious. I, I probably will be taking some time off. I, I, the more I read about this, the more recovery time just flat out scares me. So, um, seems simple enough, but you know, we'll see. 
So until next week, I'm sure I'll be here next week. We'll keep uh, keep we'll keep quacking and keep uh, believing in things and uh, telling everybody about the report. That's what we need. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs)